Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Jacob Myers with the Columbus Dispatch. I'm recording this now as I sit in front of my laptop after the crew beat down on Real Esteli in the CONCACAF Champions League first leg of the round of 16 matchup, 4 to nothing in Managua, Nicaragua. We're trying something a little new this year with a short audio breakdown after every game or hopefully every game, hopefully with some audio of players, coaches from post-game interviews from time to time. And I want to make this content as digestible for as many people as possible. And my hope through all this is then you'll be more engaged with our content throughout the year. I also want to inject more unfiltered voice from players and coaches so we'll see how this goes but here's my first attempt at it so like i said the crew opened its season on thursday night with a 4-0 win over nicaraguan club real esteli fc in managua in the first leg of the round of 16 in Concacaf champions league this was the crew's first appearance in champions league since 2010 2011 Jossi Zardes started the scoring in the 19th minute when he took a turnover in the back by Esteli and turned that into the opening goal. He added in another in the 33rd minute on a great pass from Luis Diaz after Lucas Celerayan got a turnover and started the transition attack the other way. Jonathan Mensah scoring the 24th minute off a set piece. Celerayan had the assist there. And the final goal happened right before halftime. Another corner from Celerayan to Mensah. This time resulted in a handball on Esteli. Pedro Santos then converted the PK for a fourth goal just 45 minutes into the game. Here's what Coach Caleb Porter thought of that sequence and the game in general. Yeah, listen, it's first game. We've only been at this five weeks, so um, I knew it wouldn't be perfect, but uh, I thought our mentality was excellent the way we started the match. Obviously, we were very... I thought opportunistic and, and clinical with our chances. Our quality showed, I thought, in key positions. Obviously, with Jossie bagging a couple goals, it was great to see us, like you said, be goal dangerous and ruthless in transition and on set pieces, actually. So, you know, those are things we've talked about. Those are things we've worked on. And we have different ways we can win games. I've said it before. We have, we have many different weapons. And I thought today it was the transition and set pieces, that's been a point of emphasis for our team. We didn't think last year we did well enough in those moments, so that was great to see. And I think there's things to work on as well, but what I'll say is it was nice to get a clean sheet also. You know, we were a team last year that prided ourselves on on getting clean sheets, you know, as a team, and, and our team defending, I thought, today was, was really good. There were things we can do better. We'll look at that. Wanted to see a little bit more control at times, but it was a difficult game. You know, they were very physical. The turf was tough to play on. You know, like all, all officials, sometimes, you know, there's some interesting foul recognition. I thought, you know, there was not much flow. They had a ton of fouls, a lot that weren't called either. But I thought we managed all those things really well. And we talked a lot about that going into the game. You know, you look at the conditions, the heat, the turf, officiating, a physical team. 
a team in the second half had nothing to lose, you know, could kind of just throw numbers forward, throw caution in the wind. And I thought they had a few moments, um, certainly. But uh, professional out of my guys, really professional. And it was, it was pleasing to see us put four goals in, get a win, and get a clean sheet. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'll have takeaways posted on the web in the morning, and this audio will be embedded in that story. But a quick rundown of my thoughts on this game. First on the injury front, Kevin Molino, Marlon Harrison, and Harrison Offal were all out. Porter said Molino is coming back from a hamstring that he'll have an update on next week. Harrison took a knock and should be back next week, Porter said. Offal will also be back next week, though Porter didn't specify what that injury was. They were officially listed as unavailable and weren't on the game day roster. Another starting player who was out was Artur, though he came in and was limited to 30 minutes. He entered in the 60th minute for Aiden Morris, who I thought filled in quite well for Artur there in the middle. Just seemed to pick up where he left off after the MLS Cup final when he filled in for Darlington Nagby. Morris made some really nice moves in the attacking third. I think there was a sequence there in the first half. I can't remember exactly what minute where he moved around a couple defenders, got into the box, Really thought that showed the quality in this 19-year-old. It's it's hard to believe he's still 19, but a lot of upside for that player. And then he also was aggressive in, in tackling and, and caused a couple turnovers that the crew went the other way. They could have had some more quality in the transition offense, but, you know, it's the first game. I think you don't expect the attacking third to be anywhere near the first thing that really clicks. It's always going to be the last thing. So all in all, a solid performance there. Also on the injury front, Darlington Nagby went out with injury in the 66th minute. Porter said it didn't look anything significant, but he didn't have an update on him just yet. That was just kind of his thought on the play. Nagby did walk off the field gingerly, and it looked like a knee injury. Hope the best for that guy there. For the game itself, I I thought Luis Diaz played probably his best game in over a year except the MLS Cup, which I think he played quite well. And you saw a lot of those qualities from that game on Thursday against Real Esteli. What has really nagged this young player who has a lot of potential and talent, certainly has elite speed, is just his decision-making, sometimes shooting from poor angles. I thought he was incredibly unselfish in the first game of this season. There was one play in the first half where he had a very, very nice touch to play right in front of the goal, tried to find Zardes, unable to find him there, but the assist to Zardes was incredibly composed and and something I think crew fans are really pleased to see out of the 21-year-old Costa Rican, and and certainly that is an improvement in in his game and good for the crew because he is an incredibly dangerous player and can do a lot for them. Good to see Zardes bag a couple goals early. If you're a crew fan, especially his one in the 19th minute where he seemed to just take one touch after that turnover and bury it, you really want to see how lethal Zardes can be. And, and he showed it at times last year. I've written about this. Statistically, it was one of his most efficient years in terms of goals and assists per minute or how many 
it was 107 minutes or something like that, that he had a goal and assist for every 107 minutes. That was the lowest in his career. So good to see him get off to a strong start. Aloy Room and Nat had a very comfortable night, made five saves. I was kind of surprised it was that high. There were only a couple, I thought, in the second half that he really had to sweat on. But overall, pretty comfortable night, good night for the defense. The only thing to watch there is just the situation at right back, and this has been something highlighted in the preseason, certainly exacerbated with Harrison Awful and Marlon Harrison out tonight. Derek Etienne Jr. got the start at right back. Kind of an interesting ex- experiment. I'm curious to see how often Porter might use that. Etienne struggled at times, though Porter seemed overall uh, pretty content with the effort, and the guy had never played before at right back, So, and they got a clean sheet. So I think that's all that kind of says it there. Like I said, Aiden Morris, I thought, filled in well. Uh, I guess the other thing I note is the crew it was a vastly superior team. They knew that coming in. Um, this was a result that I personally thought a draw would have been fine because I would expect them to dominate at home. But they won 4-0 on the road in the first leg and pretty much, not pretty much, they did. We, we can pretty much say definitively, I guess, that they locked up their advancement into the quarterfinals of, of CONCACAF. Final note, there were quite a few debuts in the game. Perry Kitchen came on in the 66th minute for Nagby. Bradley Wright Phillips on for Zardes in the 67th minute. And homegrown Isaiah Parente got some action. I came on for Pedro Santos in the 77th minute. So there's your quick rundown of what happened Thursday night in Managua. The crew returned to Columbus for the second leg against Real Esteli next Thursday night at 8 p.m. on FS1. There are going to be about 3,600 fans at that one. I'm excited to get back to Crew Stadium. Be sure to check out Dispatch.com and the Dispatch's Columbus Crew SC Fans Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter at underscore JC Myers for all the latest crew coverage. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next time. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.